I would like to tell you about Hunt's Haven Home Care, located in Wellston, 6439 Plymouth Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri, 63133. Phone number 314-833-5544. Hunt's Haven gives special needs to elderly, seniors, in-home, private duty, CDS, and homeless vets. Please give them a call at 314-833-5544. You won't regret it, sugar. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In the Zone Network. This is it. Hey, welcome to She Hunt Media and In the Zone Network. Are here with the famous, I'm famous, legendary, <laughs> trying to get me back now, Captain Clay Former. Yes, how are you? I'm good. How are you? How's everybody out there? I can't hear you re- uh, say it back, but how are you doing today? You so corny. All right. Okay, so since we go way back, we're great friends, right? Can I say something before what? we get started? So I'm glad to be here today. Thank you for the invite. Um, if people don't hear from me after this interview please come looking for me because this you are so this petty. interview room is looks like gotham city outside no. and i don't know if the joke and the riddler are gonna get me after this so please <laughs> please i need batman right now please you check on me so okay. petty are I'm you ready start. i'm ready Can you please tell our listeners your current position before we get into the interview so they can, you know. Yes, ma'am. So, um, like she said, my name is Captain Clay Former. I've been in law enforcement now for 20 years. Uh, it's been a long ride, but it's been a great ride uh, for me. It has its ups and downs as with any job. Okay. But I really, really like what I do. It's not even a job for me. It's, it's, it's really a calling. I really, really love what I do. Um, so my current position is I'm the director of security. I mean, I'm yeah, director of security for uh, St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell. Um, I'm also the director of his community engagement uh, part of the office. That's a new position that he um, started once he was elected because nobody really knew a lot about the, the county prosecutor or what he did. Right. Uh, so his goal was to get out in the community and let folks know exactly what it is we do in the office. Um, and then throw in a police liaison so I meet with the police departments and things like that and bring it back to them. So that's, that's pretty much dope. what I do. Mm-hmm. And also a police officer with the uh, Normandy Police Department. So you got like three jobs is what you're saying? Yes, yeah, so oh, I work okay. in Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> So, with you have holding those positions, is there a lot of pressure being the director of security for the prosecuting attorney? Um, not a lot of pressure. Uh, just because I've been doing the job so long, um, there are times where I may be a little more on guard than others. Okay. Um, but that's just like even if I'm working the street, that's pretty much the same thing. Um, but uh, we just always have to be on, be ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So. Uh, pretty much that's it I just try to keep him abreast of everything that's going on we have game plans because uh, we have a team it's not just myself okay. so we have a security He's team not so. okay. right right. <laughs> <laughs> right right and so I told him he needs to stop wearing church shoes in case we got to run so but other than that <laughs> you're so petty but, you Wesley know, we I'm always, sorry <laughs> we always have briefings and, and things like that if we're going to certain places and 
you know, you always got to have a plan. So that's pretty So in other words, you love your job. I do. Okay, that's dope. Um, What are your thoughts about about officer-involved killings around America? You know, one is too many. Right. Um, Whether it's it's justified or not, um, it's a no-win situation. So somebody is always going to be a victim. I know they may say suspect or victim, but it's always going to be victims on both sides. And I really even hate to say sides. Um, But, you know, even the the person that, uh, the citizen that shot by an officer, his family is going to be victims because I don't care if he was a a murderer or a drug dealer or a deacon in church, that was still someone's loved one. That was somebody's son or or dad or brother or cousin. Um, And the same for an officer. Like, that's very traumatic. Um, You know, the the majority of officers don't just wake up and say, hey, I want to go kill somebody today. You know what I mean? Um, they're out here trying to serve and protect and do it the right way. Um, and so to take a life is is nothing to to brag about. And that's a traumatic experience, like I said. So um, your your family is going to be aff- affected by it. Your wife, mom, sister, brothers, cousins, and yourself. You may be looking at jail time or you may be looking at, well, I can't come back to this profession because of what happened, whether the shooting is justified or not. So it's and a I, lot that goes into I that. I feel you on that point because I participated in the citizens police academy <laughs> you did and i shot quite a few people you did you not shot intentionally a lot but you are human first and i right. do understand that right and when you're pulling someone over you have no clue of what the outcome is going to be absolutely so i felt that yeah it's hard to take out the um well, one thing you can't do i can't say hard one thing you can't do is take out the human factor in this job so people can say hey you guys need to train 200 hours a month i mean that's fine but one thing when things happen we're still human beings this is true but i and i have to say this too Mm -hmm. i have no problem with the police officers no problem because everyone is not bad like you can't pick one race out and say because you had a problem with that person that you don't like you know yeah that's that's what happens so but every officer is not good Good. as well right absolutely okay i would say that i would say that to the high heavens i would stand on a big mountain and say hey you know, every officer is not good, and it just takes one, you know what I mean, to set us back 10 years. You, you, I'm sorry. So you, how, you know I mean? how do you feel like we can make a change? Well, to me, it's a culture. You have to start to change the culture. Um, I'm a big I'm a big sports guy, so I use a lot of analogies when it comes to sports. And the, to me, the team takes on the characteristics of his coach. So meaning that it starts at the top. Okay. So even like with the George Floyd situation, I mean, if this man has 17 hits on his file, to me, there's no way that he should still have been employed with that police department. I blame the police department for that because now you're just enabling him. I mean, if you smack him on the wrist, smack him on the wrist, it's just a, it's a ticking time bomb until okay. something happens. Um, so it's the it's the culture because it's a lot of officers that do say when something is going on. But if it doesn't make it way up the chain or if they don't do what they're supposed to do, then these guys stay in those in the positions that they are. What I, I get your viewpoint on that. Mm-hmm. I do understand. But that's just like any organization. You're going to stick with your own kind. Right. Well, it. I don't the know boys if, in blue. if the if the sticking was on kind because I know a lot of officers that don't like other officers. I mean, it's not. Okay. Trust me, like it's other officers that have been locked up by other officers, so it's not. 
a hundred percent. Like it's no matter the what they the do, right? It's not. Okay. We can just do whatever and we be like, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's a lot of guys that <clears throat> if they get in trouble, the way it's handled a lot of times, they just don't mess with that guy. They don't frontize with them. They'll just show up just maybe to help them on a call, uh-huh. but they don't interact with them at all. They just pretty much leave them out on the island, and that's not good either. You know what I'm saying? That guy needs to be dealt with accordingly. So I have another question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a shooting with a suspect? I have. I haven't shot them, but I've been in a shooting situations, um, and they are not fun like at all. Like It's not like... Okay people see on tv so I, no matter your training you're still listen, human and you're still, <laughs> the human factor you know what i mean so um it's it's very harrowing situation okay. um so much goes through your mind at that time it's it's hard to explain okay but i just thought about so much like my family if i get shot like i mean all that's going through my mind while this shooting is going but you on. still have to stay focused on but you still got to stay focused to do your job and handle and handle what's in front of you and that could be that could be hard my next question is, what is one of the funniest situations? <laughs> Pull it over. What? Someone. <laughs> really fast story. Okay. So I had, I was working night shift, right? And I had one ticket left in my ticket book. Okay. And I don't even write tickets. I'm Let's just start there, y'all. I'm not that guy, right? So but you don't I, have to be afraid when you get behind right, us, right? You don't have to be okay. afraid. But you still have to be productive. I mean, you got to do your thing, right? So I had one ticket book, one ticket left in this ticket book. And I'm like, man, I'm getting this off. Like, cause it was going on my, my rec day the next day. I was gonna be off for three days. I'm like, I gotta get it off. So this guy bumps the stop sign. Okay. And I'm like, oh, look at God. Yeah, like, won't he do it? it? Won't he do it? I'm about to get rid of this thing. <laughs> and so I pull him over. This is the nicest man on earth. Like, I promise you, like I've never met a man more nice. And it was cold outside, it was wintertime. And so I'm talking to him. He's like, bro, the young man, I'm so I'm so sorry, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sticking to my guns. I'm like, I'm hearing you, but you finna get this ticket, bro. Oh, like, Lord. I got to get it, but he's so nice. So I get his information, and I go back to the car, and what happens? I lock myself out of the <laughs> car. <laughs> so, so my gloves hit the lock, and I lock myself out. And so I'm like, dog on it. So I'm looking like, what am I going to do? So then I'm like, well, I'll just call my boy, right? He's got the right. backup key. Look in the car. My phone is laying on the seat. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is bad. And so I know it's making them nervous because it's taking so long. And yeah. so I get on the radio, which I didn't want to do. And I'm like, can you just send the car over? So everybody, when you do that in police work, people start panicking automatically. Like, yeah. like they just, they I just hear the sirens. <laughs> and they're like, what's, what's the issue? And I'm like, ugh. Hmm. I just need assistance. <laughs> so, all these cars come screaming over there. It's like 10 cars show up and they jump out. They're like, hey, what's going on for him? What's up? What's up? What you got? And I'm like, ugh. So I locked myself out. <laughs> so they did drove you me give for him a month. Ticket? I absolutely did not. He I thought, would hope not. No, nah, I'm not that. Oh, my God. I That's went back up there and apologized. I was like, sir. He said, oh, my God. I thought I was going to jail, young man. You know what I'm saying? I was calling my wife. I didn't know what was <laughs> My grandkids and I'm just like, man, it's cool, bro. Have a good night, man. I'm sorry. To- I'm happy he didn't get a ticket. <laughs> no, no. So do you remember? I'm gonna say this before we go on to our next uh, uh-huh. topic. Mm-hmm. Remember we pulled someone over. You remember that in Wellston? When we did the ride along. I was so afraid. Yeah. So when she was in the Citizen Academy, we did ride alongs, and she rode. She rode with me, and we pulled a car over, and she was. But for. First, she was like, oh, let's get that one. Let's get that person. Yeah. Let's get that person. Like, oh, 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 look at that. And then as soon as we do, I'm so scared. 
scared. Because I felt bad <laughs> afterwards. Like, <laughs> the car was stolen, though. It was a stolen It was a stolen car. car, and I felt really bad because people work hard for their items. And for oh. you to steal this car, like, that was petty. And you were a grown person, yeah. right? <laughs> so, really? <laughs> so then I felt bad afterwards. Like, oh, my God. So, man, he had to find a family member to get him out of jail. Yeah. So... Thank you for the experience. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So my next question Mm -hmm. for new officers or people who would like to become officers, Mm -hmm. is there anything you would like to leave with them since you have been an officer? Yeah. Well, I also am an instructor at the uh, Police Academy, Eastern Missouri. So I teach gangs and street violence. Oh, okay. I've done that almost my whole career. Um, And so with the recruits or even people that I talk to, that want to get in law enforcement I drill it I drill this into them like the badge gives you authority but your character and your attitude gets you respect I like that the badge gets you gives you authority but your character and your attitude gets you respect and if you roll with that you will be a great officer and do great things in this community just believe it like that um, get engaged in the community. Just don't be that guy that just rides around for eight, ten, yeah. twelve hours. Enjoy no, your job. You gotta get. You got. You right. have to speak to people. You have to. You know. You know. You do. Like that get out your car. You more. Get out your car. Talk to people. So know that. Oh, Cassandra lives right here. You know, and this her, her, this car is never right here. Why is this car right here? Like you just get to know people, right? And when things happen. Um, they'll come to your aid. Okay. You know what I mean? Even with the whole Mike Brown situation, when Darren Wilson, when that happened, nobody knew who Darren Wilson was. Right. In the community. And nobody could stand up and say, wait, 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 wait. Whereas, I mean, I'm not tooting my own horn, right. but from what I've done, I would hope that if I did something, unfortunately, like an officer involved shooting, people would be like, well, man, hold up. We know Cap, yeah. man. Like, that ain't even his MO. Let's right. see what happened first. You know what I mean? And um, he just didn't have that. And we need more officers to actually get engaged and, and, and appreciate the people that they work for. I'm happy that you brought that point up. Mm-hmm. I think it was important for the people to hear that another officer feels Absolutely. that another officer was wrong. So I like that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. Before we go and pay some bills, we have one last <laughs> question. <laughs> I paid them bills. So my last question is would you please share with us what the non-for-profit does in the community the non-for-profit you're a humanity in the middle oh humanity in the middle so um real quick it was just a, a non-for-profit that we started after the philando castillo case okay um and we wanted to come up with something to uh try to ease and bridge the ease tensions and bridge the gap with the law enforcement and the community um so myself along with charlotte hughes who was uh, a community engagement at, at beyond housing at the time yeah and uh prosecutor bell who at, the, at that time was a um, alderman in Ferguson. Okay. And so uh, we came up with uh, Humanity in the Middle as a name, and we said we're going to take these kids out of their comfort zone, out of their element, and we're going to make it educational, and we're going to make it fun at the same time. So uh, we take 20 to 25 kids from the area, different high schools. Um, it's a uh, essay contest. So you have to do a thousand-word essay on a black history event or person. Okay. Tell us why we should pick you, and you need three letters of reference three letters of reference right and then you have to have um, eight hours of community service prior to the trip and the trip is completely free it's totally paid for um so the first year we went to dc uh the second year we went to um atlanta and uh, last year we went to alabama is there a certain number of children that you pick um we're 20 to 25 okay yeah and so um and they get to see us outside of our jobs like you know oh man cap i didn't know you were jays i'm like (laughs) 
I got more J's than you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Prosecutor Bell, you like Tupac? Like, yeah, I like, like it. Tupac. So, you know, all the mentors are, are people from the community and uh, police officers. So we get to engage with the kids. And by the time it's over, I mean, they had me going to in and out Burger at 3 o'clock in the morning <laughs> to get ice cream. We had dance contests. And it was fulfilling, and right? Yes. For you to be able to get Absolutely. back. Absolutely. And we still... We still keep in contact with the kids, and to this date, what we're most proud of is that every kid that has been in this program has went on to college, trade school, or the military. That's so dope. I'm happy that you keep in contact with them. Right, absolutely. absolutely. Leave an open door of communication. Yes. I like that. Yes. Um, lastly, before we go, thank you for coming. Oh, that was it? This is it? <laughs> yeah. I get to go? Lastly, before we go, I just want to know if there are any upcoming events that you have that you would like the community to know about before you go. Um, We're in the works with some things. Um, we have some things in the works. We just com- um, completed... Our day for dads with the Hunts Foundation. That was so awesome. I want to toot my own horn. Uh, you should toot, 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 toot. <laughs> that was a really fun day. I'm excited. I can't wait till next year to pick more it guys. It is. More dads. And the, the day, for, you want to tell me what it is? Or you want me? The day for dads was uh, we took six area uh, dads. We picked them up in the limousine. Um, suits. We took them to get three new suits. Uh-huh. And um, some of them were even able to get suits for their young sons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we took them to get to the barbershop, then got all lined up, got fresh, got the fresh fades, and uh, then we took them to eat. My favorite part was to sit and converse with them. Absolutely. To learn their stories. Yeah. Some have been in the penitentiary. Some, I mean, they're just a, a vast array of their backgrounds to I, where I they are shout, now. Shout out to the Father Support Center, too. Oh, yeah, the Father Family Support Center yeah. and also the Save Our Sons yeah. uh, program with the Urban League. Brother Dennis. It's over there. It's, it's good. So. I had a really good time. I can't wait till next year. Hopefully next year we can get more guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was because great. Because it's a whole lot more in St. Louis, Missouri. So hopefully we can get more. But I'm excited yeah. about there. So there's no other events that you have coming up this year um, so Just far? follow us on Facebook. I know it's something coming. We are, we're always meeting to try to come up with ways to engage the community positively. Um, you guys just please stay safe out there. It's a lot going on. I try to... Even on my Facebook page, I try to post, like, I call them police officer safety tips of the day. Okay. Um, and that's just to let people know what's going on out here in the community and what we're seeing in our office to keep them safe, such as these carjackings are on the rise. Um, so I tell the ladies, like, and men for that fact, but the ladies, you know, when you get in your car, just leave. Pull off. Right. Don't sit there fumbling with your phone. I'm going to put my makeup on. I'm going to get my favorite song because that gives that guy that's trying to do something to you time to pull up on you right so get in there and leave just just small tips like that so you know, oh, thank you you, you are more than welcome thank you I for was... s- scheduling listen <laughs> i told you vip i didn't know i was gonna be down here in gotham city but you so silly I hopefully you it all works out when we leave i owe you one right <laughs> yeah you owe me food too because i'm up. i got you thank you for coming thanks for listening you have cassandra hunt here with she hunt media in the zone network and we'll see you later sugar Hunts Haven Home Health Care provides the best one-on-one care for our St. Louis loved ones. They provide you with individual, high-quality care at your home residence. They are St. Louis-grown and St. Louis-focused. Let them introduce you to the care you and your loved one can count on. They provide one-on-one assistance and attention to your loved one. They have trained in-home nurse aides that will come to your home to help with whatever you need. If you are a veteran or mental health patient, they will provide temporary housing for up to 90 days. 
You'll receive individual attention from their nurse aide 24-7, and they'll help you find long-term housing so you can continue receiving care. You can call at 314-833-5544 to discuss their personal and home care services. Speak about their flexible payment plans and scheduling. They will match you with one of their wonderful caregivers, or you can employ a family member or friend of your choice at $10 an hour. Feel better in the comfort of your own home with caregivers you can trust at Hunthaven Home Healthcare, 314-833-5544. That's 314-833-5544.